Welcome to the Purpose Podcast. Brought to you by Pink Box Purpose. I'm Heather. I'm Jenny. I'm Michelle. And I'm Bethany. Thanks for joining us. While the four of us were studying the Bible together, we realized that many women have the same questions that we do. Join us on this journey through the Bible. We promise lots of laughs along the way. Welcome to week six, everybody. We are covering Genesis 29 through 36, and we're calling this one BOGO Sisters. If you haven't read yet, put us on pause and catch up. So we're gonna start actually right at the end of 28 before it goes into 29, because that's when Jacob starts out on his journey for Haran. And at the beginning of this, he ends up taking one of the stones there and putting it under his head to go down to sleep where he has a dream with God. Now I'm gonna stop there because I'm not so so sure that I would like a stone under my head to go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) But Sounds like a neck cramp waiting to happen. If anyone else (laughs) thinks that's a good idea, let me. No. <laughs> they probably didn't have travel pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the dream says he's reminded that all the people will be blessed with him on earth and he will still carry through his promises. And so now he's setting out to find, hopefully, a wife. Leads us to Genesis chapter 29, where Jacob arrives in Paddan Aram, where he sees his uncle Laban, who is sister. Brother. 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 I mean, Rebecca is the sister. (laughs) Yes. So this is where Jacob Jacob sees Rachel, and he thinks she is so beautiful. Who, by the way, is his cousin. Yes. But back then, you can marry your cousin? Question mark? It's better than your brother. Uh All right. So he sees his cousin and he falls in love with her and it describes how beautiful Rachel is. And this part makes me so sad for Leah because Mm -hmm. it describes how ugly Leah is. Her eyes were weak. Yeah. It just goes on and on about how. Or my translation is weak or delicate. So I thought that that might actually not be a bad thing. They make it seem like it's pretty rough here. Well, but they say but. So Leah had weak eyes but Rachel was lovely in form and beautiful yeah yeah (laughs) Jacob says that he's in love with Rachel and will work for his uncle for seven years in return for Rachel after seven years they have a feast and Jacob and Rachel are married but Laban the uncle takes Leah into the tent and tricks Jacob and Jacob must have been super drunk because he makes love Mm -hmm. to Leah and doesn't even realize that it's Leah he thinks it's Rachel yeah how do you not I mean really though don't you just take a peek and look I mean it said she had a veil on but don't you just lift it up quick just take a peek quick I mean (laughs) come on (laughs) he was passed out (laughs) okay and I just think about Leah in this mess because like the dad takes him in or takes her in yeah but it was custom that that the firstborn daughter had to get married before the next daughter so the dad's like I gotta get rid of my ugly daughter first okay so this is a perfect opportunity I put a veil on her I get that but then the next morning Jacob gets wakes up and is mad and Leah's like just standing there like oh I made love to this man and he's like yeah but she knew she knew that he didn't love her he wanted Rachel I just feel really bad well (laughs) then after this Laban agrees that if Jacob works works another seven years he can have Rachel so he must have really loved Rachel to work 14 years oh yeah definitely just states right in there that he loved Rachel more than Leah but then the children come and because Leah was not loved God was like I will put some children in your womb and she became pregnant and then pregnant again and then pregnant again again. she has four sons before this chapter ends (laughs) (laughs) that's a lot of poor Rachel 
So in chapter 30, Rachel gets jealous that she's not having any babies with Jacob, gets or gets jealous of her sister. So then she gives her servant, Bilhah, to sleep with Jacob. So then she can start having a family with him. And then she gets pregnant and has a son. And then Rachel is all happy. And then Sophia gets jealous. But then she keeps having more sons with Rachel's servant has more sons with Jacob. And then Leah gets mad. And so then she gives her servant to Jacob. So now there's and there's two more sons. Yeah, that one. So there's two servants and two sisters, and they're all having babies except for Rachel. At this point. At this point. Yes. Okay. And then what's funny is Reuben, Leah's oldest son, goes and gets mandrakes, which I looked it up. Mandrakes during that time is a plant with purple and white flowers, and they thought it had magical powers. Oh. So Rachel wants oh. these mandrakes, and is like, "You can go sleep with Jacob if you give me some of these magical fruit things." So then Leah goes and sleeps with him that night and she has another son two more yeah and by that yeah and then they have a daughter <laughs> yep. named Dinah. Dinah so she has six sons with jacob oh and before the chapter ends rachel becomes pregnant with her son joseph joseph, joseph. so hopefully you caught all that there's a lot there's of baby making. There is a lot going on in there. Chapter just, is just baby making. They're just angry and jealous, and so and Jacob is like just having win, sex win with everybody. Win or lose, lose. I don't know a situation where he's just like they're like go to her tent tonight, go to her tent, and he's just like okay, okay. okay. Whose tent do you want me in tonight? And let's not so forget that he, history's repeating itself here because the same thing happened with Abraham. When right, he, with yeah. the servant, mm-hmm. servants. Yep. Servants having babies for the wives that couldn't have babies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're kind of ending with chapter 30 and going into chapter 31. They just finished, kind of all the babies are done being born. <laughs> and now that Jacob has all of his children his, and his flocks are increasing and he's getting a lot of sheep, he decides that he wants to return home. Uh, flee from Laban. Because Laban isn't liking that he's getting so prosperous. Yeah, yes. because he's taking his flocks and making his better and more prosperous prosperous by basically breeding his good ones Okay, with his. So Jacob doesn't tell Laban that he's leaving and Laban gets pretty mad that he's just taking like all of his grandchildren away from him. Not only that, his daughter's servants, the sheep, the flocks... He's but then Rachel also steals something else. She, she the she household takes. gods. Okay, can we pause because not pause like the podcast, but just like we need to talk about this. I don't understand where it. she puts the gods in like her thing, and then she, she says, sits it. She's sitting on. Okay, so they're like in the they're in like the pouch on the side is okay, what I'm imagining. What are the she's got like gods? She's, she's got a it. dress on. I'm picturing, so it's covering up this little. Thing Maybe it's on a her camel statue. or something. And she says she can't move because she has her period. Yep. So <laughs> she can't get up because she's bleeding. So then it would be. So she, they she don't some pink box purpose pants yeah, to take does. care of that. So they <laughs> they don't search that spot because she can't get up because she's bleeding. She's bleeding, and that would be. But what are these household gods? And why did Rachel want them more to like make her dad mad? Because when I think about it, I feel like Jacob, you know, has a relationship with God and. And is very willing to do what it takes to well, follow him and obey. Well, he didn't know that obey. she had him. But you would no. think that would come off like to Rachel, like, "Hey, I got this good faith going with God. You want to join me in that?" And but yet she wants other gods. She just didn't care. She just wanted to take them. So my note says, um, having possession of the household gods may have strengthened Rachel's claim to an inheritance. 
More likely, though, Rachel wanted her father's idols for their supernatural powers that she may believe that they possessed. But they didn't. But they didn't. So they're practicing some other, yeah, like different things. Yeah. Okay. False gods. False gods sort of stuff. Oh, okay. okay. My notes say that the household idols from her father's house indicated that Leban was not a worshiper of Yahweh. Oh. The small figurines oh. were often used for divination purposes. So maybe she stole them not because she wanted them, but because she was mad that her d- dad had them and wasn't mm-hmm. a well, it worshiping says, well, god. Rachel's mm. theft might indicate that she too was a worshiper of these foreign gods. More likely, <gasps> she was after items she considered monetarily significant. Oh. Oh. This makes sense. Okay, There's yeah. people, I mean, it that's kind of how it is today. Mind. We say some people value things over their relationship with God. It's probably the same that's type of thing. That's true. Like material if you things. other things or material things. Basically, yeah. it says Leah had agreed their father spent their money, in verse 15, but Rachel was getting potential financial gain, which she felt her father owed her because of his past deceptions. <gasps> oh, now it's a yeah. me game. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now it understands why she just sits with her period on the gods. Mm-hmm. Totally get it. Like, look, man, he wanted me. You gave the other yep. sister. You caused all this strife and problems right. in our family. She's really holding on to this. I would, too. Yeah, I honestly. would sit on the gods with my period, too. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. All right, so we're into chapter 32. The yeah. preparation to meet the the brother that he stole the birthright from. Yeah. Esau. He's back. So Jacob sends a warning ahead to his brother Esau that he's coming. And then the messengers return and tell Jacob that Esau has 400 men and he thinks they're ready to fight him. So he prays. Yes, good God's solution. And then that night, Jacob wrestles with a man who he believes is God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, this is the part where we're all a little bit confused. It says that Jacob wrestles with a man who is a messenger from God. And the man says, the man says, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with men and have overcome. We're just a little confused on this part of whether it was God or a man or a physical form or, or like an seen. angel that he's like. Or is he fighting with his own mind? Right. So this is the part where you should go ask your pastor who knows way more than us or seek someone out. But, but just note that because of this, his name was changed from Jacob to Israel because he had persistently pursued with God and trusted God. Okay. So now we go on to meeting up with Mm -hmm. his brother. Esau. Mm -hmm. So Jacob arranges his children and his wives and his female servants, splits the kids up between the ladies, and it signifies their significance to him, like order of importance. Because he's thinking that there's 400 men coming at him. Who does he want to protect Oh, it's like a wedding party. You put your best maid of honor at the end. (laughs) That's right. In case white breaks out at the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. She handles it. A dump of the bridesmaid goes down the aisle first. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Something like that. I I mean, I've been there before, so it's fine. (laughs) I love how you put that. Okay, so... uh, 
In chapter 33, Jacob looks up and there is Esau with the 400 men, but Esau runs to meet Jacob and he actually embraces him mm-hmm. instead of fighting him. And he asked him who his family was and he wants to meet it. And it actually turns out into this like beautiful family reunion. Not only did they embrace, but they wept. They wept together. These men wept. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love this because Esau definitely takes the higher road here. I mean, years and years have passed where uh-huh. he tricked his his dad and he took the blessing and all of this and he could have held a grudge and he could have just like killed him and yeah. killed his whole family. I mean, he's clearly had a change of heart and he wants to reconcile with his brother. I think that everybody can learn a lot from this with family drama. Yes. This is, and then the next one is when it gets like, gets really uh, kind of nasty. Mm-hmm. Genesis 34 starts out with Dina, the daughter of Leah, was Jacob's wife. She ended up getting raped by the son of... Hamor, the Hivite, which was the ruler of the mm-hmm. area, he took her and raped her, but also said that he he loved her Wanted her and way. spoke tenler, tenderly to her, but also he raped her. Okay, and so everybody's upset here, I wrote in these notes, because first of all, the guy isn't circumcised. So <gasps> here we see again, he's not circumcised, Uh-oh. he's not like them, he's not a follower of God. Then uh, doesn't Jacob say, you know, if he becomes circumcised, then yeah, you that's how it all goes. All yes. the guys Her, in the city need you, to get circumcised. Yeah. So they have another circumcision party. Oh my gosh! Like, or they all just like come together and they get circumcised. It even that's goes every into male in the city. It even goes into like on the on like the third day or the second day <laughs> they're still, where they're still hurting. They're still sore, is what my Bible yeah. says. <laughs> Three days later, while they were still in still pain. <laughs> Two of Jacob's sons, Simeon and Levi, which Simon? were her... Simeon? Simon? Simon? Simon. Yeah. Which were Dinah's brothers. Dinah? Took their... Dinah, Dinah, well, I don't know. I don't tomato, know. tomato. <laughs> took their swords and ended up killing every male in the city. Yeah. Because they're mad that they raped, raped their, their sister. sister. And mm-hmm. I actually was like... Go, guys. I'm so excited that finally in the Bible, somebody is standing up for the women. I mean, maybe not do that, but (laughs) but what if it was one of your brothers that did nothing and then they just... Well, they were all getting circumcised so that they could take all of the women. Mm-hmm. That's oh, why they were all I like, see. "We're gonna get circumcised so that we can go into Jacob's tribe and we can have all of his women." But and then so they were, gonna they do the were same also thing. going to trade the women back, so they wouldn't all be breeding each other. Right. They were getting right. new women. So these two brothers are like, "No, we're not gonna let you come and rape so our then people." Jacob was kind of actually mad at his sons because they also took. Their flocks they and herds took and donkeys and wealth, their the women, women and children. children. Yep. Everything and in the then houses. their responses back to their dad was, should he have treated our sister like a prostitute? And then mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty good ending. Mm-hmm. Then they all go back to Bethel. Yes. So now we're in <laughs> Genesis 35 after that. And God tells Jacob to go to Bethel. Rachel is pregnant and she gives birth to another son. So this is her second son. Hmm. And names him Benjamin, but sadly she dies during childbirth. Mm-hmm. Altogether, Jacob now has 12 sons. Yeah, and then it just goes through their family line, basically. Yeah, it says Jacob comes home to Isaac, who is now 180 years old. So Isaac is his dad, right? Yeah, no. That's what my Bible said. Hold up. Yeah, Jacob Isaac comes is, home Isaac to his father dad. Isaac. Right. I thought that that old man died already. <laughs> oh, he's still alive. <laughs> All right, well, he's still kicking, but he's 180 years old, and then now he dies with his two sons, Esau and Jacob. 
bury him together. Which, oh, yeah. I thought he died a long time ago, too. Right. Yeah. Which, how great for him to be able to see his sons reunite yes. after everything before he dies. You yeah. like that because he knew of all the turmoil that happened with them. Then the next chapter 36 just goes into, like, all of Esau's descendants, which I'm sure is very handy at some point in the Bible. Yeah, but it's kind um, of boring. It's super boring. I don't. And the family line was full of kings, right? That had many possessions. I think this is to just show mm-hmm. that they're rich. And that's why Esau forgave Jacob and ended up not really caring that Jacob had took his birthright mm-hmm. and everything from the beginning because Esau ended up pretty wealthy himself, too. That's it. So that's it Seven. for this week. Oh, yeah. The only thing I, in this section, right, before it goes into all the different descendants of Esau, is it says that after he arrives right before they bury Isaac he it says that God came to him a second time and he said your name is Jacob but you will no longer be called Jacob your name will be Israel so he named him Israel I'm not quite sure why he does it a second time did he not get it the first time mm-hmm. or maybe they were still calling him Jacob he was reminding him I mean how many times do we all need reminded yeah from I mean God. Maybe you just gotta be like remember who you are Maybe that's what it is. Oh, yeah. Like, remember who you are. So even when you feel like you're not good enough, smart enough, just remember who God says that you are. Yeah, just remember who God says you are. A perfect child of God. So you had to come back and remind him again. So let this be a reminder. (laughs) Of who you are. Of who you are. I like it, Michelle. (laughs) Deep deep thoughts. Deep Deep thoughts by Michelle. Thanks for listening. That's all the time we have for today. Join us next week for Coats, Goats, and Dreams. We'll be looking at Genesis 37 through 45. This is Pink Box Purpose signing off. One of the most courageous things you can do is identify yourself, know who you are, what you believe in, and where you want to go. Pursue your purpose.